Alright, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 7 of Home Away from Dome. Home. Away. From. Dome. Uh, today we're going to be talking about episode 7, uh, Imperfect Circles. Um, I didn't understand what blue on blue was until later, um, but Imperfect Circles, I still don't understand what that title's supposed to be. Um, I guess they found a dome or something in this episode but that seems like a pretty perfect circle um anyway we're gonna find out more about that um but special thing about this episode is we actually have a guest host so say hello sarah hi everybody i'm so excited to be here wow yeah um and if you can't tell uh this is a social distancing uh guest host so this is coming through a phone speaker into my microphone, but uh, I think it should be pretty clear. Um, so, Sarah, start us off. What did you think of episode seven? Um, honestly, I was confused by a lot of things, but in the best possible way. Um, there's goes like a lot goes on, and uh, yeah, that's really all I have. It just really was good. Uh, yeah, so a lot happens in this episode. So let's let's start at the beginning. Um, so this episode starts off with two couples uh, waking up uh, beside each other. Um, it sort of made me think of some comparisons. Do you think that Barbie and Julia are an older version of Joe and Nori? I want to say yes, but I also want to say no because... Joe seems really, really into science. It's all about it. You're smart, Joe McAllister. Constantly bringing up whatever was in the science class. And then Barbie is like brute force. So it's just like he's, he's never talking about the dome as an atom. So I don't know. I don't know if they share that connection. Now that's a good point. But as a counterpoint, uh, Joe is still growing up. He might get super buff later. But uh, Barbie seems like a... Uh, he might have some medical experience in this episode. He seemed very uh, prepared and uh, able to uh, guide a woman through childbirth. So uh, I don't know. He seemed to have some brains this episode. <laughs> that is very true. He does kind of come out of nowhere with a medical degree, even though they went to the person who had a medical degree. It didn't work out. Barbie saved him in the end. So maybe they are more connected than we originally, or I originally thought, rather. Yeah, we'll see. I mostly thought that because Julia and Nori both have orange hair. Um, <laughs> I think that's a fair point. I think that's a very fair point. Okay, and a follow-up question. Uh, while Barbie and Julia are enjoying the, the morning, um, they hear a knock on the door, and Julia says, They will go away. Who do you think Julia thought was at the door? Do you know what? When I watched that scene, I had that exact same question. I have no idea who she thought would be at the door who would just be casually knocking and would go away. None. No idea. Yeah. And you know what's funny? She was sort of right. Like, it was just somebody asking for yogurt, which was <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's. I actually don't know why she would think that they would go away, though, because... The dome's round, so there's limited people in the dome anyways. If somebody's coming to you, it's got to be for some reason, shape, or form. It's not like there's a whole lot of resources. So I feel like 
because they're in the dome and somebody's knocking, it's more like, oh, what does somebody need? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe maybe there's like one Mormon family in town. And they, they, <laughs> just, they're like, come on, this is the perfect time to convert. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, so skipping ahead a bit, uh, so Big Jim and Junior, um, we finally see the uh, conclusion to last episode's cliffhanger, uh, with Big Jim uh, basically kicking Junior out of the house. You have to leave. This is my home. Where else am I supposed to go? Anywhere but here. Um, do you think it's weird how much bigger Junior is, and also how physically intimidated he is by Big Jim? No, I think deep down you owe, like you have that intimidation from your father and Junior hasn't grown up enough to like stand manly enough on his own, I guess. I mean, he is named Junior. I feel like you're always going to be intimidated by the senior to your junior. That's a good point. Yeah, it, it's that, that must do something to your psyche to be literally just named the smaller version of somebody exactly. else. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Makes sense that he was thrown out. Um, okay. Uh, so he gets thrown out. Um, as the episode continues, uh, Angie uh, ex- seems to have accepted the deal with Big Jim. So they are, uh, I guess, working together now. Um, and she goes to the diner. Um, did you get... I don't know. Maybe I misheard the scene. When, I, when Big Jim said that... Uh, the Rose's body was being kept in the diner. I assumed it was, like, refrigerated or something, but it seemed like they just left her on the kitchen counter. Um, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I got that, too. I don't know. I didn't expect it to be just right there out in the open when you, like, when you go into the diner. Um, there was, the fridge doors weren't even open. It probably smelled real bad in there. Well, yeah. The, the, the the rotting body but also there's just blood all over the floor like i don't know somebody must have came in and lifted up her body and wrapped her up and put her on the uh on the counter but nobody felt like mopping up the blood i don't know yeah and then even the blood on her sheet was pretty fresh blood like it looked like it had you know, it was freshly bleeding still. Um, it was still really pigmented and stuff like that. So it was just kind of confusing all around. Is it possible maybe Rose was alive, just uh, very weak and covered by a blanket? <laughs> I don't think that makes it better at all. <laughs> like, she, maybe she told the person, I'll clean it up, I don't want you to clean up my mess, and then died. Oh, so after she like felt on, felt it coming on, wrapped herself in a blanket, lied down, and then you know peacefully went. No, like 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 somebody wrapped her up in a blanket. She came back to life. Was like, hey, I'll clean up the mess. You can go home, and then just died. But how did she end up back on the counter if she came back to life after she was put on the counter? She didn't come that back to life. She didn't really move off the uh, counter. Yeah. Okay, so just enough to say that she was going to clean it. Yeah. That makes so much sense, actually. I think that's correct. Yeah, and I feel like most scenes we've seen her, she's, like, tidying up the diner and doing things like yeah. that. It's in character. Um, yeah. Uh, one one thing I wanted to note on this episode, because I didn't realize he wasn't in the last few, but the, the skater boy, Ben, is back. Um, Who's actually my favorite right now. He's great. Yeah. 
You're Joe's sister. I'm Ben. I'm friends with your brother. He's a stand-up guy. He stands up for Angie later on. And he has my yeah. my favorite line of the episode, which I'm going to demand Lindsay to include. But when he, when he tells Jim to... Uh, Hell yeah, Chug. And just, oh man, like, it's not like Big Jim hides how much he, like, hates people very well. And he's just like... Didn't know you had company, Edgy. Ben Drake, sir, who met at one of Junior's games. You talking about Junior? No. I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> that, was a, that was the best line. Yeah. Um, all right, so... Other storylines going on this episode. So the big feud between Big Jim and Ollie. Um, so can you? I want you to to summarize that feud for us. So this is what happened. Big Jim goes to Ollie to try to bury the hatchet and being like, "I have the propane. You have the water. Let's work this out." And Ollie's all like, "You sure about that propane supply? Trust me, it won't run out." Oh, I don't doubt that. But what I'm asking is. Are you sure it's still yours? And Big Jim's like, I don't know, do I have the propane? So then he goes to check on the propane, turns out he does not have the propane. Because I guess Ollie somehow stole it and then hired a bodyguard with a gun to guard it. Unsure of how that transaction took place, not relevant. Big Jim gets tossed around a little bit and then goes off. That's why he starts drinking, gets told to chug. He gets drunk comes back at night he shoots the bodyguard and it happens to be surrounded by propane so there's a huge explosion like just an explosion that doesn't a hundred percent make sense but looks super cool and then you get cut back to big jim takes a couple more chunks because he's like yeah hell yeah that's what i thought that's pretty much what happened with that storyline yeah that's that's more or less it i'm interested (laughs) to see where that goes um you did miss the my so my favorite line of the episode was hell yeah chug my favorite moment of the episode is right at the end big jim like during the ending montage walks over to the fire as if he didn't cause it and just goes like oh yeah, oh, yeah whoa <laughs> i can't believe i forgot that that was amazing he comes back he's like, oh my goodness tisk 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 yeah just the greatest thing ever I don't know if he ever got nominated for an Emmy for uh, for this show, but that was that was if some good acting. If he did it, he was robbed. Yeah. Awesome. Um. Oh man, I, I I forgot. I think I wrote down the uh, the big guy who was guarding the propane thing. Did you did you catch what his name was? No, I don't think so. It was Boomer. considering he dies. Do you know what Jim said right as he shot his gun? He went, okay, boomer. <laughs> Fired his <laughs> rifle. <laughs> oh, man. Um, actually, there's one character that I always love to talk about, uh, Linda. Um, so, first thing first, did you catch how none of the deputies showed up today? <laughs> yeah, I did. It was the best line for her to angrily look at Junior and be like, you're the only deputy that bothered to show up today. Even though we have yet to see any of these deputies, so... Yep, they're just... I, I think she might have, like... I don't even think the deputies know they've been deputized. They probably just didn't show up because they don't know they it's their job. 
Um, yeah, maybe I thought they were just like helping out for a day, volunteering for a couple hours, and just nobody explained to them that it was, you yeah. know, going to continue. They're getting their 40 hours to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, following up on that trend, Junior, uh, who's hunting down the, the Wayland twins, um, who killed Rose and uh, uh, almost uh, assaulted Angie. Wait, Angie was attacked? Just so you know, she's okay. They were going to rape her. So one, one thing I was going to comment on is there's been a few scenes now where Junior just has to have adult conversations with people like Linda and act like a normal person. Um, like they were talking about the scrapyards and all that stuff. Um, do you enjoy those scenes as much as I do um, where he's not a psychopath killer? Yeah, I do. They kind of catch me off guard a little bit and a little weirded out, but yeah. I love him. Yeah, he's just got, he's got such a charisma, that guy. <laughs> yeah, and if you just ignore the whole stealing somebody, walking them away, trying to get them to change and all that stuff, like, he's a pretty stand-up guy. Well, and you, and you don't even have to ignore it, because he said he's sorry, so... <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. He said he was sorry, all is forgiven, all is good. Yep, he learned his lesson. Junior, throughout this episode... Uh, clearly shows a disdain for the judicial process and wants to be like a Batman who murders people, Um, uh, uh, like a vigilante cop. Um, And Linda's reaction to that is to um, sort of sigh and tell him... We're not vigilantes, okay? You only use that gun if your life is in danger. Do you understand? Yeah, I got it. Whatever you say, Sheriff. Do you think that was a strong enough response? I think Linda, as odd as it was, didn't think that Junior was capable of it because she doesn't know the, the really insane side of him. She He was just helping her out, and I think maybe she thought he won't be able to do it in the moment. Yeah. I think she thought that was a good enough, good enough reason to just, just, I don't know, brush off your shoulder. Yeah, you know what? That's good. I always want my police officers just thinking, eh, he's not going to kill somebody. He couldn't. Who could? Who could do that? Who could do such a thing? When you only have 12 hours, did he even have 12 hours as a deputy under his belt? I feel like that just comes with time. She was probably like, ugh, this kid. Yeah, he'll learn not to murder people. (laughs) Did you think it was cool when Junior shot that guy and he said, got him? Please. I'll go quietly, please. I'll go peacefully. Please. Got him. I don't know if cool is the word I would use, but it was very intriguing to watch a man, you know, crawl away and then get shot off and say, got him. Very interesting. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Maybe it could have been like, uh not on my watch you're like too i don't know i think there's a lot of cool one-liners he could have done yeah i agree oh just on the topic of ben being one of the best characters did you see how he how he stood up to junior and didn't leave yeah that was a really great moment like junior kills the guys the twin comes in to like apologize i just want you to know that i'm sorry for everything he said it. Now leave. Also tell her that 
they're not going to bother her anymore. Oh, and uh, those Dundee guys, they'll never bother you again. But it's like tensions are high. I just need to tell you something. So you can go home. And Ben's all like, No, nah, man, I don't think I will. Great. It was fantastic. Great guy. And then, and then he walks Angie home. And then it's... Yeah. yeah, and he makes sure that like she gets reunited with Joe. He's like, oh, that's great, but doesn't ask where she's been the last however long. She's not a conversation that's happened yet. So, like, maybe next episode. But no, Ben is easily my favorite character. And he's such comic relief that you don't even, that they don't even have to worry about, like, an Angie-Ben plot line. It's like... Because, <laughs> like... If, Agreed. Because if you put that like just as a story outline it's like uh this guy comes in in her time of need helps her clean up and stands up to her abusive ex it's like oh okay maybe they're gonna set him up as like uh as like a new a new uh romance angle but mm-hmm. but no he's a skater <laughs> he yeah, doesn't agreed. He doesn't need uh chicks he's a great character um okay so the Barbie Julia plot line of this episode. Um, I th- this is something Lindsay keeps telling me is I never talk about this storyline enough, but they're, they're they're really close together now. Uh, they spent the night. They seem like a real couple. Anyway, okay. So this is what happens with that storyline. That knock in the door was not the only Mormon family. It was actually her neighbor, who I think is named Harriet, who is also Pregos. Uh, while she's having a conversation with Julia, Barbie just awkwardly leaves. Why he didn't wait for the neighbor to go away before he left, I'm not sure. But maybe he was all like, yeah, I just had sex. And then he walks away. And then uh, the pregnant lady, Harriet, goes, uh, gets the yogurt and looks at the dome. And lo and behold, it's her husband. And she goes to like touch his hand, but it's actually the edge of the dome. And once she touches the edge of the dome, she goes into labor. I touched the dome. I... I think it did something to my baby. And she's all worried, she's all scared. So she screams for Julia. Julia comes out and decides the best course of action is to take her back into Julia's home. Once they get on the couch and are super comfortable, Julia then decides it's time to go to the clinic. So they get off the couch, go into the car, and start to drive towards the clinic. Then on the way there, uh, bandits come and steal their gas. Uh, Barbie comes and shoots one of them, and then has to take her to the hospital but then they can't go to the clinic because the clinic's closed because it's probably like 2 p.m and that i don't know i hate clinics because they close so early um so if they go to the nori calvert uh the calvert hill household to uh talk to alice who's the only doctor in town anyway uh, a lot of crazy shit goes on there there was a line i wanted to get your opinion on because i was sort of left um left at a loss understandably uh, the pregnant mother is sort of freaking out. Um, and Barbie says, Harriet, 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 look at me, look at me. Good things happen today. Um, can you think of any good thing that has happened to this woman today? Or even adjacent to her? I thought he said good things are going to happen today. I and think... I thought he was referring to the baby. No, because she was saying the world is such a bad place right now. And then he was like, no, no, hey, good things happen today. I mean, they didn't get shot. That was a pretty good thing. That's true. That's true. Um, that's all I got for them. <laughs> yeah, I also thought it was very, um, very optimistic of Barbie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was sort of crazy. 
mid-delivery, Alice gets super weak and she falls over. And then the obvious choice, of course, is for Barbie to take over, which leads to my favorite line in that scene is when Barbie tells um, the pregnant woman. But I'm going to need you to show up too. Okay? Yeah? Because everybody else. <laughs> like, thank you, Barbie. For telling a pregnant woman to show up to her own delivery. Barbie's gonna mansplain her pregnancy. Right? It was just so needed. Like, I obviously it worked because oh, he was told to show up was all she needed to have a thirty-second delivery. Okay, but objectively, Barbie knocked it out of the park. He 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 took the he took the lead on that delivery, and uh, <laughs> I don't know, it went well. Well, Ju- I guess Julie also gets the assist for finding shoelaces. Okay. Clamp it with what? The string. Oh, I got it. I found shoelaces. Um, yeah. And just, I will say that why does Barbie shine through in this moment? Why is he taking over? What 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 information does he have about this that some woman is just being like, yeah, you're a random dude. You can deliver my baby. That's cool. The p- you know, other people available, but. I've just met you. I'd much rather you than my neighbor I've known for X amount of years. You you get up in there. Yeah. All good. The, the problem with Barbie, honestly, is that the show alternates entirely between uh, criminal bad boy with, like, deep issues and ultra hero who can do anything and is the best at everything. And so th- this was one of the episodes where Barbie's just... He's the best. <laughs> he, can, he can do he it all. Up. He showed up. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Oh, man. I just wanted to do a, sort of a segue about, uh, once again, comparing uh, Under the Dome to Lost. Um, because I thought this pregnancy plot line was, like, so shoehorned in. Like, they couldn't have anybody in the main cast be pregnant. So... They found some rando who's Julia's neighbor to be pregnant because, I don't know, it, they, they think the idea is cool of, like, the dome uh, doing something to a baby. And I don't know. I don't think this actually goes anywhere, and it's, I don't know. I'm lost. They had one of the, like, cast, uh, the plane crash people be pregnant from the beginning and, like, worked it through and all that, but anyway... Do you think that the dome is the new makeout spot in town? Apparently, it is actually the new hookup spot because, according to Joe, the best way to do it is for him and Nori to do it up against the dome for the first time. So I would actually take it one further than the new makeout spot. Yeah, that that plan of his almost worked. Joe, I'm not having sex with you for the first time against the dome. I didn't mean that. Wait, but. You want to do that? Yeah, and you can't can't blame a guy for trying, I guess. Oh man, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I felt bad for Joe and Nori. They had such a fun episode, uh, just walking around doing doing stuff. Um, and then and then Nori's mom dies. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very. They were having a great day, and then it did get kind of ruined by that. By kind of, I mean completely. But. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well, we'll get to that. Don't want to jump too far ahead in the episode. My favorite part, though, about it all 
would have to be the Joe and Nori comparing the dome to an atom um, for some reason. If the dome is like an atom and these walls are, are just electrons, that means there has to be a nucleus in the center of it. I mean, it turned out to be correct and there was some kind of nucleus in the middle. However, super weird to me. Like, why? Where did it come from? Why are we talking about atoms? Well, I had the same thought because it, you could have used that analogy to describe any sphere. Like, there's an outside and there's an inside, you know? like. <laughs> right? It seems weird that you would pick an atom for no other reason. But, I mean, it worked out in the end. It would have been cool if he described it like a big avocado where there's, like, the outside and then a seed in the middle. Um, I agree, especially because an avocado seed is super hard to get into, and the mini dome is also hard to get into. Yeah, I mean, they asked politely. They, <laughs> they poured water right, they, on it. They both touched it at the same time and yelled. Like, I don't, I don't know what else they could have done, really. Yeah. Um, so, just for context, in the middle of the big dome, there's a little dome with an egg inside it. Um, so, anyway, that that's what they were trying to open. All right. Here's a, here's a question. Um, so Joe and Nori, uh, they're trying to find the center of the dome. First off, this isn't even a question. Cause it, but how did nobody go to the center of the dome? Like, they, it's been four days. What else are people doing that nobody's tried to find the center of this thing? But Right? I thought the same thing. And I thought it was very convenient that the center happened to be surrounded by trees. Yeah. Well, you know what? They probably picked the center first, and then the dome... Like, they probably picked a nice hidden spot for the center, and then the dome just appeared wherever they chose the center. Oh, okay. That's actually fair. Yeah. Um, okay. So Joe raises some interesting points about uh, the good things that have happened with the dome. Um, it's awe-inspiring. It's uh, got him a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> would you say that the dome has been worth it? A, a net positive so far. I mean, if you're looking at it through Joe's eyes, I would say at that time, before, spoiler alert, uh, Nori's mom dies, I feel like he's like, this is not that bad. It's okay. He's already forgotten about the craziness and the people who died, you know, within the last 40 hours. And he's just thinking short-term just me and he's like yeah net positive i am now special i have a girlfriend and i'm important like wow and my sister's been missing for five days not you know short term not he's not looking at the big picture we're we're just focusing on those three things that's it everything else not that big of a deal yeah okay now flip flipping that question do you think it's been worth it for nori she has also gotten a, a, a boyfriend out of this. Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't have to go to her private school uh, that she didn't want to go to. Um, yeah. Do, do you think it was worthwhile for Nori? So, um, I don't know. It's tough because, yeah, she didn't go to get, she didn't have to go to private school, but now she's not going to any school. And that's kind of stressful in its own sense. She might have gained a boyfriend, but she did lose a parent. So I feel like for her, it could go either way. That's why you get two parents, you know? Um, yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Horrible. Yeah. So bad. 
Um, okay, so episode ends with uh, Nori's mom uh, dying of, I guess, yeah, diabetes. Um, uh, do you have any reference on diabetes? Like, I, 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 I'm still trying to figure out if four days is, like, the average amount of medicine somebody would have. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about, I would imagine somebody has a month's supply or a week's supply or something like that, but it's very possible that somebody's at the end of their supply. Like, it, I, I feel like it would make sense for mm-hmm. people to run out because not everybody gets their insulin refilled at the exact same time as every month. So I, I feel like I could be persuaded into believing somebody only had for expecting another delivery and then it didn't come. You know? Yep. Okay, makes sense. Um, anyway, so she dies. Um, Nori runs to the dome uh, to pray, basically, uh, at, the, at the foot of her uh, new god. Bring her back. I'll do anything you want. Um, and Joe, did you see Joe run after her? Oh, uh, re- you should rewatch. He's got like a, like a action star run. Like, like he he would have beat her to the dome if they kept that shot going. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I'll definitely go back and rewatch that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that's how the episode ends. And uh, Nori's asking the dome for uh, anything she can do to bring her mom back. Uh, Joe and uh, is there? Big Jim blew up stuff. Um, and then it ends with uh, the egg. You may notice there's pink stars, um, and they're not falling; they're they're rising in lines. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think that means? Yeah, so like I feel like the the little dome that covers the egg is kind of like a control center. It's like this black egg, and it's just sitting right side up. And then you see these purple stars it kind of looks like it's electrically charged or something or that it's some kind of technology because it went from like the bottom up i think it's like sending a signal oh to like the big dome yeah it's like whoever is like controlling or or you know whoever did this um obviously wants information on it otherwise it's like i would imagine a very expensive you know arts and crafts project so I think that Nori talking to it somehow, like, I don't know, magically told the dome information that it was looking for, and then it got sent up. The dome is looking to eliminate all of the insulin in town. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's um, that's episode seven. Um, so this episode, I think, doesn't have too many new issues that people faced. I think it was to me, it was sort of focused on relationships. Like there was Barbie and uh, Julia, Joe and Nori, um, Angie and Junior, even to an extent, uh, both of Nori's moms. Big Jim and Ollie, but that's not really a relationship. Um, so the the real question is, how would relationships be affected under the dome? What what are your what are your thoughts, Sarah? I mean, I guess it depends on whether you got separated or not. Because I feel like if we're 
doing a dome that's you know the entirety of Toronto, and you and your significant others or moms and dads and brothers and sisters all live in the dome, I feel like unless one of them is trying to steal you, you away and keep you hidden and captive, your relationships won't change that much. And we won't have the issue with like not having enough insulin because there will be hospitals, it'll have been planned. So a lot of these like complications in these relationships, I don't think we face. No, that's fair. Yeah, the kidnapping one, I, I feel like that's a, a more fringe thing. Um, now, the problem, though, is because we are a bigger dome with uh, more people, do you think that too many people will be having sex on the dome? I mean, what is too many people? <laughs> All right. Well, on that note. Um, okay. So just before we end for this week, uh, next week's episode is called Thicker Than Water. I have to assume it's talking about blood. Um and it shows Junior in his police outfit uh, sort of looking uh, perplexed. Um, any any guess on what's going to happen next week? Um, him looking perplexed? Like maybe one of the brothers didn't really die. <laughs> oh, and, then he, and then he has to go, I didn't get him. I'm yeah. going to get him. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's see what happens. All right. Well, signing off from uh, Chester's Mill. See ya. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.